Welcome to the Dose of Happiness podcast with Christy Arno. Each week, we'll discuss how to navigate life's ups and downs and give you tools how to have more gratitude, more joy, which leads to a more fulfilled life. Welcome to this week's Dose of Happiness podcast. Hey, y'all, Christy here. After 25 years on TV, Oprah Winfrey interviewed more than 37,000 people. Oprah said there was one thing that was common amongst all her guests on her show. There was one commonality. No matter their issue, no matter their place in life, she said everyone you meet just wants to be seen and heard. She goes on to say, everyone wants to know, do you see me? Do you hear me? Does what I say matter? Even Beyonce performing on her show, when she sat down before her one-on-one interview, leaned over and whispered to Oprah, was that okay? Even Beyonce wanted to know if she did okay. This was more reinforced by my readings over quarantine. See, the last couple months during our stay-at-home order, I had several books on my bookshelf that were collecting dust, and I thought, what a better time than to read books because we're sitting at home. So I read about four books that I would say were written by individuals. They were either autobiographies, memoirs, or somewhere coming from a place of telling their story. And they were very different stories. One was a billionaire fashion designer. Another was a movie star, a very glamorous movie star. Another was an executive from Disney. And another person was a girl that was explaining her life, trying to find herself, overcoming an eating disorder, trying to find the love of her life. Again, all four coming from very different place in life. But I learned something that was common amongst every single one of their stories. No matter how rich they were, no matter how many kids they had, there was a single thread that binded all of them. They all questioned, am I enough? Because, see, as I was going through each one of their issues when they were talking through their story, one was discussing her weight issue that she'd had since she was younger and how she didn't feel like she was enough, basically, in a sense. Another was discussing education when the person showed up in a conference room at work, not sure that they fit in, that they were educated enough for the role or they were ready for the role. When you peel away the layers of the onion, it's really asking one question, am I enough? Another talked again about education and how smart they felt or did not feel when they were texting a boyfriend they were dating. They would go through about how their text didn't sound smart enough or educated enough or sophisticated enough. They didn't feel enough for the person they were dating. And see, these were very well-known individuals who didn't feel enough, no matter their role, no matter how much money they had. And I think that's one thing that's in common with all of us, no matter our place, only we don't realize it. We don't realize it because of one thing, our stinking thinking. We have upwards of 50,000 thoughts daily. And most of these thoughts are habitual. They're habits from the day before and the day before and the day before. And really, if you peel away the layer of all your thoughts, it's, am I enough? You are the most important relationship you have. And are you acting like it to yourself? Are you being your own best friend with your thoughts? Based on Oprah's stats of her 25 years on TV and her 37,000 people, all their guests just wanted to be heard, just wanted to be validated. And I'm guessing we do too, because we all have that common single thread that binds us. Am I enough? So what can we do about this? What are some ways that we can get to our stinking thinking? and get it cleared as much as possible. I would say there are five. 
These are my five recommendations on how we clean our thoughts, how we try to get rid of our stinking thinking, and try to make some of our 50,000 thoughts that we have daily a little more positive. All right, are we ready to kick our stinking thinking? Let's do it. Number one, stop. When you're thinking a negative thought, a limiting belief, first off, I want you to recognize it and stop. Stop, interrupt the thought, and go to something you're grateful for. The idea is to create a pattern of interruption so that when the thought comes up that's negative, you immediately direct it to something positive. So number one, stop, acknowledge your stinking thinking, and think of something you have to be grateful for. Number two, number two might be a little more difficult. I want you to make a list of 101 accomplishments you have done. Yeah, 101. And let me tell you, when you first start this list, the first, oh, I don't know, maybe 20, 25 may be easy. And then you're going to come to a stop and you're like, well, what do I say now? And the whole point of this is because you forget what was once hard for you to do is now easy. And so you don't think of it as an accomplishment. For an example, how many of you out there have done a Facebook Live or any sort of video that you put on social media? I know for a fact, your first one, you were nervous. But the more you do it, then it's not such a big deal. And now you just get on there and you do it. And well, that's easy. Let's think back even further. How about when you learned to ride a bike? You had training wheels on and you were riding along like you were something else. And then we took the training wheels off and now you're riding it like a big boy and big girl. Now, do you recall that day when that happened? Probably not, but I'm a guess. That was a big deal in your life back then. See, that's how easy we forget and we just take for granted and we just accept things as their standard, as their normal. But at one point, they were an accomplishment. Those are the things I want you to write down. And I also, I want you to keep this list active. So as you accomplish things for the first time, I want you to write it down. So in two years, three years, when you look back, you're going to look at something and it's going to trigger and remind you of how you felt that day when it happened, because now it's normal for you. It's an average thing that you do every day that doesn't take any effort because you have overcome what it took for you to do it the first time. Okay, that was number two. Number three, I want you to start a gratitude journal. Now, I could do a whole episode on why gratitude journals are important and what they do for your mind, but for the essence of this episode, a gratitude journal is this. I want you to take three to five things every day and I want you to write them down. You can do this in the morning when you get up. You can do this in the evening before you go to bed, but the essence of what a gratitude journal is is when you capture the three to five things that have happened that day that day to you, it helps you keep remembering the good things that have happened in your life and in the day. Because how many times do we have something that irritates us? And we say it's five minutes of the day, but it captured the whole 24 hours. And now we're pissed off and we're irritated. And heck, it might even go into the next day, into the next week, into the next month. We keep that one thing that happened for five minutes and we let it last for so long. And yet on the flip side, something very good can happen. And we let it slip through our fingers very quickly. We don't take time to stop and appreciate it. So that is what the gratitude journal is. It helps you stop, recognize what happened that day to you that takes some time to appreciate it, and then you can move on. Number four. Number four is vitamins and hydration. And you may think, how does this have to do with my stinking thinking? Well, if you are not hydrated, that leads to issues. If you don't have enough vitamins in your system and you're deficient, that can lead to issues. For an example, if you are deficient on vitamin D, 
which is the sunshine vitamin, that will lead to depression. It will lead to sadness. So make sure you're up on your vitamins and you're up on your hydration. It's very critical and very important for the brain. And number five, number five is kind of a two-parter. Meditation for one, Meditation is for the mind. That's exercise for the mind to help quiet it down. Now you can meditate even if you're just walking in the park to some soft music or a podcast you like listening to. Just slow your mind down and focus and relax the mind in a more positive way. Part two of number five is move the body. Hit the body moving. Do something physical. I'm not saying you have to go do a triathlon. Do something fun. Go do some movement. Go walk around the park. Go run. Go bike. Go golfing. Do something. Go play with your grandkids. Go play with your kids. Do something fun to move the body because movement helps the entire body, which also helps the mind. So these are five ways that you can try to be your own best friend because we need to nix the stinking thinking, y'all. Absolutely. Because as Oprah said, everybody wants to know, do you see me? Do you hear me? Does what I say matter? And my friends, that also includes you. You need to feel like you matter to yourself, first and foremost, before you can go out in the world and help everybody else. Be that your kids, your grandkids, your neighbors. You have to love yourself first. So this is what we're going to do, these five steps, so we can be our own best friend and we can nix some of those stinking thinking thoughts. Love y'all. When at all possible, please pay it forward to others.